0: This is the Tigers Radio Network. From the press box, high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Hardy Stadium, providing you exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here's Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco.
1: Senior night here on the campus of Marple Newtown High School at Hyrie Harvey Stadium on a very crisp, clear, and cold mid-fall evening. Marple Newtown Tigers leading the Upper Derby Royals by a score of 14-13. to With a lucky break at the end of that first half as Upper Derby scored a touchdown, but Phil Graziano came in and blocked an extra point. And Greg, the guys who needed to get things done tonight aren't getting things done tonight. Nick Stevens run for a touchdown, Graziano... Big 26-yard TD plus that block. Oh, yeah. They are
2: they are working all facets of the game, playing very, very well. And, and it shows on the scoreboard. It shows on the stat sheet as uh, they continue to just fight on here against an upper derby team. That's a pretty good team, and, and Marple starting is showing that they are just as good of a football team as anything else in this league.
1: Well, as we said at the top of the broadcast, the other big story other than a potential third win of the season for Marple Newtown, Phil Graziano came into this game 88 yards shy of 1,000. By our counts, he gained 46 yards in this first half with the touchdown on nine carries. So he is only 42 yards away.
2: And, and what did I say at the top of the broadcast? Fifteen carries would put him right near that, and he has nine. So, so there he has
1: nine already. So yeah. yes,
2: it's it's very very simple, very close. And but
1: you know the way this game is you know, going, Greg. Let's 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 dispense with the drama. Let's get it done as soon as possible.
2: Well, uh, you know how much I would love to be just exactly right because it would be one of the. Of biggest course, it's a feather in anybody's <laughs> cap
1: for. for when uh, the art of prediction is impossible almost. If, if that
2: happens, I might spend the weekend watching and betting on the Breeders' Cup, if I'm that <laughs> lucky today.
1: Betting on the uh, Penn State, Ohio yes. State, and Phillies. So. All right, and it's like, you know, take me to Vegas. Take me to Atlantic City.
2: But uh, anyhow, this, this squad is doing a good job. Even through the air today, they're really starting to... Pass the ball and then roll out so Johnson continues to throw the ball downfield to Nick Stevens and Kasarski and Via Well
1: that's a good point, is that that's one thing we were looking for Johnson all the way through from, from the, the initial scrimmages where he seemed to have that touch, granted that it wasn't game conditions. But it took him a good five or six games before he was able to really get that timing down and get his get his throws under control as he's rolling out. Because sometimes it's difficult when you know you, your field of vision is a little blurred a little bit as you're you're bouncing off the turf but he was able to get two excellent throws, one to Stevens, one to Diaguardi, which were right on the mark. Well, he's He started out the season as a first-year starter as a
2: junior, and he's doing what anybody would expect of him. He's, he's progressing as the season goes along, and, and heading into that senior year next season, he's going to be in a very good shape to, to be a preeminent passer, a good runner, and
1: a good manager of this offense. Well, he will have to wait, as Marple Newtown did win the opening toss and received. So that means Lower Marion gets a chance, their first crack of the second half to put some points on the board. Lower Marion, it's odd. Upper Derby. Oh, sorry, Upper Derby. and slip. Exactly. At least I didn't call Dale Blee's Drew Brees yet. That's coming up <laughs> well, fairly quickly, folks. London.
2: Drew Brees is in London. so <laughs> Hopefully uh, we will not have any of that.
1: In any event, we have just before the start of the third quarter here as we are losing our minds here on senior night. We'll take a quick break as we collect ourselves. Just before the opening kickoff of the third quarter, Marple Newtown once again takes a 14-13 lead here into the second half, and you're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps.
0: (laughs) Hi, this is Jim Allsman, voice of the Marble Newtown Tigers, reminding you that after tonight's game, be sure to log on to the newly designed website of the Marble Newtown Tigers, www.marblenewtownfootball.com. This site will provide you with game scores, highlights, statistics, and the history of the Marble Newtown football program. In addition, marblenewtownfootball.com will directly link you to eyeathetigersblog.com, where you will find this podcast along with coverage of each game provided by Greg Peck of the Tigers Radio Network. After each game and throughout the week, be sure to log on to www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
2: You're listening to Bob Herpin and Greg Peckel on the Tigers Radio Network, bringing you exclusive coverage of Marple Newtown Football Only on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Brought to you exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines.
1: And we are back to live action here at Harvey Stadium. All involved in the broadcast, take a few good deep breaths, collected ourselves, picked up the pieces, and we are set to go for this third quarter, where hopefully they will be relatively mistake-free. From, uh, from, from our standpoint. From, from, also, from uh, hopefully from a Marble <laughs> Newtown standpoint. From
2: up here in the box and from down on the sidelines, uh, we will continue to provide you... Awesome coverage of Marvel Newtown football.
1: With the highest and in, in high comedy from the <laughs> broadcasting world. Yeah, you don't have to be tight to call it. You, you can be a little loose. I mean. You don't have to be crazy up here, but it definitely helps. In any case, the quad captains for Upper Derby and the tri-captains for Marble Newtown have met at midfield. Both sides getting riled up here as the strains of Ozzy Osbourne pipes wow. through the stadium, getting all the oh, fans here Decent turnout on our side, not so much for the upper Derby side, but well, it, is a, it is a very cold night. It, not it's a true test of the faithful for the fans.
2: Not only are the fans and the, and the players riled up, but our executive producer and the PA announcer here at Harry Harvey Stadium is, is riled up to call that 1,000-yard milestone over the loudspeaker for Phil Graziano. Oh, the plan bit.
1: is so super secret, Greg, uh, we don't even know what's going to happen all's, once all's, that 1,000-yard line is breached. All
2: I was told was expect an explosion from the PA. So
1: Well, okay, so uh, good thing we have headphones and good thing we can duck underneath the, uh, the desk here in case anything goes flying. So for this second half, Adam Fender is on for the kick. The Upper Derby Royals will be moving from your right to your left on the podcast dial. Two men back deep for Upper Darby, as the kick is low. A dribbler on the turf comes down to number twenty-four. Twenty-four. I believe? Who is uh, twenty-six? Apparent- excuse me, Michael Wallace. Okay, Michael Wallace. Well, I tell you what, they're just causing a problem tonight. They have those jerseys riding high up their their torsos, and, and uh, right, they had their their back flap obscuring the numbers. In any case, interesting choice here for Fender. Instead of skying it deep for a return, just puts it on the carpet there and actually works counter as It gives the Royals good field position. They start first and ten from the 32-yard line here. Just underway, third quarter. Two men in the backfield for Belize, who is under center. Handoff goes into... Ooh. Wallace, and he goes absolutely nowhere. Ran into a complete wall,
2: and Steve Reynolds able to finish the tackle along with Dan Giordano.
1: Uh, there was absolutely nothing there. There was no no push before the back. It was just a wall of black and orange that Wallace faced. So He's pushed back for a loss. Looks like about three or four yards on the wall. Loss of three officially on that play. So second down and 13 from the 29. Need a defensive stand here to get the Tigers back with the football on the offensive side. Two wide receivers set, one left, one right. Jameer Boyd. Oh, Wallace again in the backfield. He gets the handoff. And he is stuffed even further back behind the line of scrimmage.
2: And a nice, nice job for the Tigers. Predatory tackle. And there's the roar. They want the roar. Looks like number 72, Christian Whiteside, got in there real quickly for the Tigers, along with Matt Vandergriff. That's
1: one thing that uh, Marple Newtown's rushing defense worked on, and they were getting better at it as the game has worn on, is getting that push through the line, and that's two consecutive big drops. So luckily, no gain on that one, so no loss. Third down and 13 from the 29-yard line with 10.26 to go here in third quarter. Blee's under center again. Curiously no shotgun. He drops back. He's at 25. He slings it out to the near side. Has a man open. It was Nikoi at the 35-yard line, but the pass fell way high and wide. Vandergriff on the coverage
2: as well, so he was there to get a hand up and sort of disrupt the play a little bit. And now we have a fourth down and long
1: and expecting a punt to fill All Brazzano. pressure. Excellent. All pressure on that one. And Marple Newtown's defense had their way with Upper Darby in that series. Steve Reynolds, the defensive end,
2: last week really started to pick up the pressure even more as this season is going along. He's
1: starting to add a little bit different type. Tim Brown off for the punt. There's a high wobbler across midfield. It's going to take a bounce at the 46. And a Marple Newtown bounce yeah. generously back across midfield. Finally down. At about the 49-yard line of Upper Darby. And, and one thing, going back to what I was
2: mentioning about Steve Reynolds and the push he is getting, he's added a few different types of swipe moves and, and, and push moves to get into the back and, and put pressure on that quarterback to his repertoire, and part of that is due to his brother, who's also an assistant coach who played here. Nick uh, Nick Reynolds played for them, and he's helping his, bro- his younger brother now with that.
1: So now we get the first crack in the second half on the Graziano watch. First and 10 from the upper derby 49 yard line around Al split wide to the right this time again. Stevens and Graziano in the backfield. Stevens gets the call this time, gets a couple yards
0: up across the middle.
1: And it looked like
2: number 76, J.R. Miller, on the stop for the Royals.
1: Once again, a big push up on the backs of the defensive line there. Pickup of just two. Second and eight for the 47 now. 9.42 to go. Third quarter. Marple Newtown leads 14-13. They stopped Upper Derby on its first possession. Now they get their first crack at offense. Johnson under center now. Diaguardi and Graziano under center. To fake the Stevens, roll out to the right by Johnson up across the 50. He's can take it under his arm across the 45 and just gets to the 40 before he's crunched out of bounds in a massive humanity near the <laughs> near sideline.
2: Well, there was more Tigers in on that stop. As they were blocking downfield, Johnson ran into it, but look looked like number 53 for the Royals. If you Not can't hey, get a lane Adola through the uh, on the ground, on the might as well
1: get one through the air. I yep. think that was a... Uh, uh, a floating wedge. Yeah. Hopefully if Johnson was going to take to the air, he might have uh, gotten an extra two, three yards there. Well,
2: a man did open up. Ron Elf did open up downfield, but it was after Johnson had
1: passed the line of scrimmage so he could not throw the football. So just shy of the 40-yard line, so it is third down and one here for Marple Newtown. Giordano and Graziano here in the backfield. Stevens in motion. Hand off to Graziano, and he easily gets the first down. And another nice throw by Graziano. Picking up a couple yards. Let's see what the official count is. Looks like two.
2: Probably, yeah. Uh, there's the officials signal first down, wind the clock and change the move.
1: That is correct. A gain, oh, a gain of gain of one on that one. Enough for the first down, however. So, so Graziano, 43 shy. 41. 41. 42
0: minus 1.
1: 41. You're close. Oh, that's right. Missed one there. Hand off this time to Giordano. He's lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. And
2: Dan Giordano, I believe that is his uh, first carry of the season
0: on offense.
2: Kind of throw in a little bit different uh, approach that time.
1: So second down and 10 here for the Tigers. 8.24 to go here. Third quarter. Diaguardi and Graziano back in the backfield. Alf split wide to the left. This time it's a handoff to Graziano. Has some space on the left side. Angles towards the sideline at the 35. Does he make the 35, though? Uh, It believes the spot's just over the other side of the 35-yard line.
2: As he was knocked out of bounds. But nice job of Saziano so. running to the outside that time. Looked like he was going to get stopped for a loss. Uses speed to get to the corner and get to the edge, and picks up about three comfortable game of three, and gain and and three there.
0: So
1: third down and seven for the Tigers now. Alf split wide to the right. Stevens and Graziano in the backfield. Giordano in motion. Johnson has a roll out to the right. He has a man downfield. It was Stevens at the 28-yard line, but the ball ends up hitting the the turf at about the 30.
2: Johnson forced the throw off his back foot that time as there was pressure coming from his backside, and ball ends just at the feet of Nick Stevens at the 30-yard line.
1: Well, fourth and seven from the 35, and they are going to bring on Billy Weaverling here.
2: He doesn't know how to pooch punt, so...
1: It was not, If he gets it off cleanly, uh, Apple Darby will not have good field position. Back deep, Robert Cornish. And Green back as well. High punt, gets it off cleanly. Green takes it at about the five. It'll be a fair catch.
0: Officially so,
1: marked at the seven-yard line. Well, as planned, there you go. If you can't score and drive the ball deep in enemy territory... Best you can hope for is the punt, so Upper Darby will have a tough task ahead of them, 93 yards from pay dirt. Yeah, and their defense has, Marble Newtown's
2: defense has played solid all night, so you can't really suggest that a punt would be harmful here because they have them deep. Defense is playing well.
1: As a matter of fact, that was the start. best defensive stand, I'd say, all game yeah. on that to start Upper Darby's half. first possession to start the half.
2: So it's... it's it's looking good right now for Marple Newtown, but still a long way
1: to go. That's right, 7.55 to go, third quarter. Marple Newtown still up by one, 14-13. As we have Blee's under the center, drops back into the end zone, has a man downfield. It is intercepted by Giordano at the 19-yard line, and he goes right out of bounds. Best thing you could hope for right there, if you don't score, pin the the opposition deep in their own territory and come up with a turnover. Second second interception thrown by please today. And every time it's been
2: when he's got pressure on him and the defense has been in the zone and he couldn't find the man again that time. Giordano
1: hiding. Pops out, grabs the ball. It's the equivalent of a steal in basketball where you're just so good at reading the play and so quick it almost looked like Blee's was throwing it to Giordano because Giordano looked like he had the, the correct route down rather than the upper derby receiver. Yeah. So, a reprieve And yet another shot for Marple Newtown at the 19-yard line. Giordano and Diaguardi in the backfield. No wide receivers this time. Johnson rolls back to the right. Has a man downfield.
2: Number 22, Carl, Carl Kosarski.
1: but again, I think Kosarski might have gotten his feet tangled up there. Well, it, it almost looked like Kosarski kind of slowed down for a second there and just decided
2: to play defense and, and put a hand out to possibly knock that ball away from All right, the defender. Sometimes,
1: you know, if, if you make the adjustment and the ball's still not there, you do have to end up acting as a guy who just knocks the ball away to prevent another turnover. In any case, second and ten. 37 and
2: yards away from Graziano's thousand.
1: We'll see if he gets the call this time. He is once again in the backfield along with Nick Stevens. This time Stevens is to the right dear, and Graziano to the left. Johnson hands it off to Graziano. Oh, it's a keeper. On an end around to Diagordi. Fakes up in at the 15, at the 10, the 5. Is he in? He is Down at the just one. short possibly of that right pylon on the near sideline. A tentative call by the side judge there as they will confer. A- a- tentative, but it looks like it, it was is. the right call because I think <laughs> that the pylon got knocked over
2: after Diaguardi got tackled down around the one and a half and bounced into it. So, correct call, I believe,
1: but very tentative moment there for the officials. Well, that time Johnson rolled out to the right, looked like he was about to pass, didn't see anybody downfield. looked again like he was going to maybe do an option pitch, but here comes Diaguardi swooping in on the end around, round, fakes out a man at the 15-yard line, cuts to the outside, has a clear path and almost scores. So knocking on the door are the Marple Newtown Tigers with 7.31 to go here first and goal at the one. And Johnson the cool court- Johnson tries to get there. Over center. And he is in for the touchdown.
2: And a nice, nice push up the middle for this offensive line Kevin Lopez providing the push from the center position for Johnson to go in and with the
1: second effort, Johnson pushes through and now Adam Fender comes on to get one point but you couldn't have asked for anything better from your offensive line, you didn't have that far to go, and all you need is just that little bit, get that ball over there under control, so it's a seven point margin, now Adam Fender off the extra point, gets it away under a rush, and it is good just got it through the upright before the block. It's the last second, but it counts. So with 7.26 to play in this third quarter, Marple Newtown has opened up an eight-point advantage, 21-13. Wow, that's big, and it
2: puts them eight points ahead here in the third quarter. And that's all you can really ask for is an eight-point lead because now you force them to score and get a two-point conversion to tie
1: you. I'll tell you what, once again, the man who really made that scoring series possible As number 10, the big man, Dan Giardano. ran a perfect route for a ball that really wasn't his. Yeah. Took the ball immediately out of bounds. Four plays, 19 yards into the end zone. I'm sure he's a very happy guy right now. Senior year, senior night for him as well.
2: Captain of this football team missed the opening couple games this season, which was hard for him. And here he is, getting a big interception in a game late in the season.
1: Big game, Dan. So Adam Fender now lines up with his charges at the 40-yard line. Once again, it is Boyd and Wallace back deep at about the 15-yard line for Upper Darby. Kick is on the way. Another low line drive coming down at the 30-yard line eludes a man and finally goes out of bounds. Unfortunately. At about the 23-yard line, wisely untouched by an upper Derby return man back.
2: And Steve Reynolds a little uh, upset down the field there. He was so close to getting that football
1: before it rolled out of bounds. Couldn't get the read on the number, but the guy at the 30-yard line went down to his knees. Looked, Looked like he was about ready to got, just to feel yeah. it. But then all of a sudden the ball skidded abruptly towards that far sideline. Well, I tell you what, if, if that does hit that man at the 30, that's
2: a that's a free ball. Live Marple ball the Probably on that ball. And now we have a penalty with the ball going out of bounds. So the ball gets spotted at the 35-yard line, per,
1: as the rules so, say. Best starting position for the Royals in quite a long time. All right, you are, Greg. First and 10 at the 35. please strangely enough, now not going from the shotgun like he did mostly in the first half. Two men behind the line of scrimmage. It is a handoff to Chris Green across the 35. It gets just a... A little bit across the 40-yard line there.
2: Dan Giordano, Carl Kosarski on the tackle at the 41-yard line.
1: So it looks like a gain of a little bit more than six, so a second down and a long three for the Royals. With exactly seven minutes to go here in this third quarter. you
2: to, to see if the uh, Royals continue to go on the ground here, and now that Belize has thrown two interceptions in this ball game
1: ill time though. If they can get a man downfield, they've had success with that in the 10 to 15-yard area in the flat. And it's a handoff once again to Green. And he gets just up across the 45, close to a first down.
2: Christian Whiteside on the stop for Marble Newtown.
1: As Green is, uh, appears like he's going to have a first down here. So they spotted the ball... About a nose over that 45-yard line, so just enough for that first down. Team Gang moves 10 more yards up the field now. 6.28 to go here. Marple Newtown ahead by 8. 21-13. to They scored on their last possession. And now trying to hold a hard charging and suddenly rejuvenated upper Derby offensive attack. Now they have two wide receivers, one split to the right and one to the left. But to hand off again to Green this time, he maybe gets a couple.
0: And a
2: tackle by Whiteside again. So back-to-back plays making a stop on Green's. Those two are becoming friendly tonight.
1: He's really shown uh, Whiteside's has shown great awareness over the last couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, he's very quick on the ball, very square up when he tackles a man. Doesn't take. Doesn't really need uh, two or three guys to go with him. Because he's that powerful.
2: And he's and he's only a sophomore, six foot two. 218 as a sophomore. We'll see how big how big he'll grow in over his next two years. Oh, yes.
1: He has a lot to build on already. Second down and seven from the 48-yard line for Upper Darby for the first time in a long time. please in the shotgun formation. Two wide receivers, one left, one right. It's a low snap. He's got a rush. He's got a man over the middle. It's Nicoy's favorite receiver there across midfield, but maybe just shy of the 45, so we'll see how close they spot it. Dan Giordano with a, uh, a big tackle that time, kind of bear-hugging the receiver and throwing him to the ground.
2: So, as we were saying, though, Christian Whiteside, part of that young nucleus of underclassmen here at Marple Newtown. A lot of sophomores, a lot of juniors
1: for next season
2: and, and for those next couple, couple well, they seasons. have They have
1: acquitted themselves very well of late tonight especially at times as they have a big one. Third down and a long one from Marple Newtown's 46 yard line. Under center now. It's the handoff to Wallace. And it like Does Nick he Steadan's get it? He's got a good burst. It may have stopped him just shy. We'll see where that spot is. Again, you never know where it's going to be. It appears to be shy of the 45 so based on our field division, he is about a half of yard short. Greg's uh, leaning over to see if he can get any any better eye on that. Definitely
2: short of that first down marker.
1: Yes, it is definitely short, and we'll see just by how much, maybe half the length of a football.
2: Fourth down and a very short one yard. So we'll
1: see what happens now for Upper Darby. Clearly not field goal possession.
2: Well, it looks like they're going to keep Balees on the field as he just
1: went out to the huddle. So here we go.
0: Mm-hmm. And they had
1: the short, stocky guys out there for upper Derby. For a short gain. There's a handoff to Green this time off the left side. He easily gets it across the 40, 35. Stiffs on at the 30-yard line up across the 25.
2: Pushed out of bounds
1: by Phil Graziano. So Graziano finally wrestles him down after a big gain, 20-plus yards there.
2: That was, that was an interesting call. I mean... You got the Marble Newtown Tigers loaded up in the middle expecting that push with the QB sneaker up the middle and they, they bounce it outside. So,
1: Officially a gain of 20 yards there. First and 10 now at the Marble Newtown 26 with 3.30 to go here in this third quarter. Bleeds in the shotgun formation once again. They only have Green in the backfield. Brown split wide to the right. It's a direct snap to Blee's. Gets up across the 25, but no further.
2: Dan Giordano on the stop for the Tigers.
1: So once again, again we're seeing at any time where the offense moves the ball, Marple Newtown's defense bends but does not break. And now maybe they'll be the beneficiary as they were in the end of the first half of Upper Derby may be shooting themselves in the foot with some uh, procedure penalties or false starts. <laughs> yeah, which
0: yeah. they have done
1: three times already. And it's all cum- coming within the 25-yard line. Second down and seven from the 23 with 2.48 to go. Brown once again, the lone wide receiver's foot wide to the left. Two men in the backfield. Please rolls out. As a man in the flat, it is Green. He manages to haul it in across the 20 yard line before running out of bounds. Well, Reynolds just got in there with a burst
2: and was kind of held a little bit. May have gotten Belize if he had a shot. And then Belize threw the ball away and and no reception as it is spotted back seven yards shy. That first down at 23.
1: Ball spotted at 23. You need to get about the 16, a little bit closer to the first down markers, a little bit closer to that 17-yard line. So maybe call it a long six here. Please, once again in a shotgun formation. Two wide receivers split. One wide left, one wide right. Two men in the backfield. Quick snap. Drop back behind the 30. He has got a man over the middle. Incomplete! Dropped off the hands of Green as he had a... If he was... Maybe he was struck down by a case of the Ricky Waters there. <laughs> Alligator-armed it. But if he would have had a full arm extension and brought that in, that was right there at the well, two-yard line. He would have easily gone in for the touchdown. He, he
2: turned and thought he had points before he had the football. And that was That's the biggest right.
1: problem. Is, is He didn't get the hands wrapped around the football. He was looking forward. Drops it. He did have two men in the vicinity, for Marple Newtown. But they were not in range where you could say he felt the footsteps. That was just a clear drop. And in four-down territory here, Upper Darby will
2: go for it on fourth down and seven.
1: Here we go again. Only two wide receivers this time. Two men in the backfield. Shotgun formation. please drops back behind the 30. Has a man at the first down. We are marker. Ooh. It is Brown. And, it looks like and he they the are grueling it at a catch. He did get a foot in bounds past the 15-yard line. So that is a first down four upper Derby. Well, Reynolds was about a half a second away
2: from making a sack there, and please just nice job of him standing in there, taking the hit, and getting the
1: ball off for a first down. So not Ira Edzweiler, but Tim Brown As again we showing were. good awareness to come back for that ball to shield himself from the defender and haul it in just at that far sideline. Fresh set side of downs for upper derby. First and ten from the thirteen yard line, two twenty four to go here in this third quarter. It's a handoff to Green, off tackle. Off the right side, five, leaps into the end zone for the touchdown. That was surprisingly easy. Well, he just found a big hole in that offensive
2: line for the Royals. Just blew open the defensive line on that far side, ran a counter, and Green able to use his speed to get into the end zone. Ron Elf tried to make a stop at the end there, but a
1: little little too late. So as we see, Graziano's blocked extra point at the end of the first half, coming up big, as Marple Newtown now leads 21-19. So we'll see. Maybe they'll go. this is the time to go for a two-point conversion for Upper Darby. Still a lot of football to be played, but... When they set up at the three-yard line, they won't go they for it. they are going for it. Brown wide to the left. Reggie Johnson wide to the right. Drops back, tries to get in there, and Johnson over the middle. But it is tipped at the two-yard line Brown by Alf. Ron out there. Great leaping ability, great timing. He brings it down harmlessly, so... It remains a two point lead for Marple Newtown 21 19 with 2.18 to go here in this third quarter. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. Wow.
2: This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers on www.marblenewtownfootball.com.
1: Marble Newtown gets another chance to extend its lead. They fail a failed two point conversion after an upper derby score leaves the Margin at two, twenty-one nineteen. Kicked by Bain on the way. Fielded by Graziano at the 20, gets up across the 25, and he's finally wrestled down violently at the 28-yard line. Number 20, Stephen Grinning. On a stop. So 212 to go once again here in this third quarter. Marple Newtown has never trailed. But every
2: punch they've thrown Upper Darby's had a counter punch. In terms of points, they've just been
1: too shy on the card. But they're just holding on at at arm's length here. There's never really been in doubt thus far as Johnson is under center. Graziano gets the handoff again. Doesn't make the 40-yard line. Doesn't make the 30-yard line, pardon me. Stopped in a pile and looked
2: like number 52, Josh Rapp. The defensive tackle for the Royals had
1: the initial stop. Looks like that's only a gain of about one. So Generously one and a half, so.
2: Ticket down to 36 yards on the on the number.
1: Second down and a long eight from the 30. As uh, this time Diaguardi on the Diaguardi gets the call on uh, play. Tries to get up across the middle, but number doesn't s- manage to reach the 35.
2: Rufus Richards, number 75, on the stop for the Royals.
1: So, looks like if there is going to be any drama, it's going to happen late. And maybe we're just setting uh, Graziano up for that big run at the end that pretty much seals the game, much as Andy Reid liked to loosen... Brian Westbrook on the opposition late in the fourth quarter with a three-point advantage.
2: Uh, you get more points on the board, you're going to see a healthy dose of
1: Graziano. Third down and four from the 33. Johnson drops back straight, drop to the right. He's got, Gretz, he's got Giordano this time up across the 40. Knocked out of bounds. Well, 41 That's the first down marker. Knocked out at the 41 was Giordano, and he's starting
2: to really get into the offensive action in today's game. Something we haven't seen all season for him, and really starting to add to this offensive threat.
1: Well, we know. We see it in his eyes. Anytime he's involved in the play, doesn't matter where it is, whether it's a leader on the sidelines, whether it's in the game offensively or defensively, if he's involved, he's passionate, and he's got the eye of the tiger there, no pun intended. As he picks up a first down, so it's first and 10 from the 41. Hand off to Graziano up across the...
0: Stevens 45. to the outside. Stevens
1: again. Midfield, 45-40, 35-30. 40, Boy, I tell you what, I still want to give it to Graziano. <laughs> but Nick Stevens doing an excellent job for the second time in this game. Breaks free. Off-left tackle had a gaping hole for a big gainer. Well, I'll tell you what, Phil Graziano had an awesome block there at the end of that play
2: to come back across the field from the middle where he was faking the run to get over and help Nick Stevens get pick up another
1: 5 10 yards. So now deep into upper derby territory is it, it will be first and 10 from the 25 as time ticks away here under a minute to go in this third quarter. Maybe have one or two chances left. We have Graziano and Stevens once again in the backfield. No wide receivers this time. Johnson under center. This time on a delay, gives it off cross to Graziano. He gets about a yard a and, a yards and a half, again. two yards. So we chip away again at that total.
2: Number 75, again, Rufus Richards on the stop for the Royals.
0: Gain of two.
1: So as we come to the end of this third quarter, Marple Newtown once again moving this ball with alacrity. Holding a two-point lead at 21-19. Over Upper Derby, we will take this opportunity to break and come back with the call of the fourth quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps.
0: This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.